2: by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
3: I'm not gonna worry about your level of concern.
2: we talking about
3: Twitter. Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. Quad group boy. You better be willing. To do unique things in order to expect unique results. And, and that's just life.
0: Welcome to life <laughs> as we know it. It's what Jen's talking about. The conversation about the Steelers social media conversation. I'm Kyle Cray. Here with me is Greg Benavent. Hello. And even though it is the hibernation season Steeler Mm -hmm. season bring on free agency when you know when is march bring on march Mm -hmm. but until then we have the doldrums of winter Mm -hmm. the winter is that i don't know is there winter doldrums the not june gloom the um well i mean i always think it's seasonal effective seasonal effective that's right coming up in the second half Everyone wants to be a Canada hater, but I found maybe the one person on Twitter who's brave enough to be <laughs> a Canada defender. Wow, that's coming up in the second half. Mm-hmm. There, we're we're starting a movement, and wow. it starts it starts now in okay. 2023. Welcome to life, life or something something like it. Okay, <laughs> enough enough uh, enough. Yeah, we're putting it off. Enough procrastination. <laughs> It's time to get to the tweets. Where where are they? Where are the tweets? <whistles> Let's start with the sour couch sitters. No one wants to be a Steelers fan watching on the sidelines, but here we are. Some of us are more sour than others. Let's start mm-hmm. with <whistles> at Mark Madden X. Mark Madden, a new level of trolling with this one. <laughs> two championships in 42 years oh this horrible Steelers franchise <laughs> only two championships in 42 years I don't think he knows realizes that that's actually an accomplishment
2: mm-hmm. oh yeah no no no. that's absolutely towards the high it's got to be if not the top third not if not in the top fourth and the top third I mean that's pretty high up there in terms of multiple cha- terms of championships in
0: that time right I can think you know there are there are entire cities you know we're just talking about one franchise the Steelers but there mm-hmm. are entire cities who have gone longer with a champ without a championship um mm-hmm. you know i'm thinking like san diego have they have, have they ever i couldn't no. you know in the last 60 years or so or um you know what about buffalo buffalo though in any sport hasn't right. had a championship in, in at least 50 years or um i mean milwaukee i don't even know milwaukee counts they don't even have a uh, they don't even no, have they a, just won the nba title Yeah, and I I won't count Green Bay as part of the Milwaukee. (laughs) But there are whole cities. Charlotte. Has Charlotte won anything ever? Orlando. Uh,
2: Cincinnati. Well, Cincinnati, the the big red machine. But that's that's more than 42 years ago.
0: That's more than 42 years ago. So, you know, 42 championships in 42 years. Give me a break. This Mm -hmm. is a... This is not the trolling that Mark Madden (laughs) thinks it is, but that's not going to stop others from trying. Let's, Mm -hmm. let's move on to, at Scarpizio, Scarps, the Bengals have matched the the Steelers postseason success since 2010 in just two seasons. That should make you want the Steelers to do better, or you're just dumb and people are laughing at you. It's like okay, sure, Bengals are on a run right now, two seasons. But before these two seasons, when was the last Bengals playoff win? Mm. Yeah, I think it was the Sam Sam White Rank era or whatever. It would
2: have to be. Yeah, I I think I'm almost certain it was Boomer huh?
0: Eighty-nine. So we're talking ninety, eighty-nine, or something. Yes, and it, and I well, two
2: things. One, uh, uh, you don't have to include or. I want the Steelers to be better, and I also think this is dumb, and people should be <laughs> laughing at this person. I, I don't think there's a difference there at all. Two, I have a personal theory, and perhaps I'm wrong. My theory is the Bengals are the Pittsburgh Pirates. That this oh. is the, 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 the 2013 to 2015 run and all this, and it looks very good, and that these guys never win anything with Burrow. I could be wrong. I could be wrong in a month's time. But it. Uh, but I, I sort of get the feeling that uh, uh, this is, you know, uh, that that's sort of where we are right and now. And then the Jets end up paying Burrow for the next 40 years. No, no. no, well, no, no <laughs> Okay, so the, in a hard salary cap, the analogy league, the analogy is not one-to-one, perhaps. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, 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 I don't know about this. Uh, lasting for a long period of time, and the Bengals going off on this dynastic run.
0: Yeah, and how many Lombardies do the Bengals uh, did the Bengals win last year? I don't oh, know. Oh, Or ever, or ever. So uh, let you know, let them have their little moment right now. They haven't won. They haven't won anything yet. They, well, also know. mathematically, they
2: kind of had to get back. You know what I mean? Like it's on a long enough timeline. The the monkeys and Shakespeare. Like eventually, they could find a pass rush too. Like it's yeah. That eventually, sort of analogy.
0: yeah, right. Event. Yeah, you you put a hundred monkeys in a room. And and they'll eventually uh, beat the Steelers once in a playoff game. <laughs> Sorry, that's the Browns, not the Bengals.
2: Right, right. Close enough. Close enough.
0: How about <laughs> at Mike Up Sports 1, Mike Nicastro, one of the least talked-about mind-blowing Mike Tomlin factoids, the Steelers' last three playoff wins, the opponent's starting QBs were A.J. McCarron, Matt Moore, Alex Smith. Wow. Like again, this is kinda of trying to shade Tomlin, like, yeah, we haven't won a playoff game in six years and then when we did, it was against A. J.
2: McCarron. I think it's fascinating that Tomlin's personnel decisions are so bad. He's criticized for the other team's quarterback too. <laughs>
0: Right? Like, oh, my goodness, we beat A.J. McCarron. We beat, oh, my God, we beat Matt Moore. I can remember playing Matt Moore in the playoffs. Matt Moore
2: was the Dolphins game because because the actual guy, whose name I also don't remember, was hurt like the game before that. And Bud Dupree almost killed Matt Moore. Um,
0: So, yes, it's been, you know, it's been 2016 since the last Steelers win or playoff win. I get it. Uh, it's been a minute, yeah. Can you uh, here's look. can you name the Steelers' offense, starting offense from our last playoff win?
2: Well, I mean, it, 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 I want to say like Kobe Hamilton is going to be involved, or like uh, uh, I mean, if it was the last playoff win, if it's Alex Smith, then that's you know, then you're, obviously that was the game where Bell ran wild to the point that he was going to be hurt the next week in New England. So you got Bell. uh... A B at uh as the receivers, I have absolutely no idea. I would say Kobe Hamilton again. Yeah, he was because he was there the n- next week in New England, yeah.
0: All right, well let's see. Let's uh I've got the audio from the uh from the from mm-hmm. the introductions. Ben roethlisberger Miami Redhawks. am Bill, Michigan
3: State. Words about Knicks, Kent State University. Antonio Brown, Central Michigan,
0: Eli
2: Rogers. Louisville, Hmm. Jesse James, Penn State.
3: Alejandro Villanueva, United States Military Academy.
0: Ramon Foster, Tennessee. Marquise Pouncey, Lakeland Senior High. David DiCastro, Stanford. Marcus Gilbert, Florida all right so you you missed on uh, kobe hamilton it was eli rogers eli rogers with the start you know the the, the career playoff well, that starts. was the
2: step up from that i was going for the free agent and it was actually a seventh round pick but um yeah no i mean i i, I it's a, a week ago i think i brought up about how one of my favorite maybe my favorite good faith guy in the media is jim is james wexel and he made a really good point i want to say on Christ- i think it was on christopher carter's podcast about how hey when you know when, uh, the steelers all, all their last few playoff losses we we're very disappointed about that but there were a big Big injuries in each of them and, uh, 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 you know, Bell being the one the week after that, but uh, and how that never really happened in the 70s. Like everyone was healthy except for Franco and Franco was hurt. They
0: lost.
3: you're exactly right
2: yeah
0: yeah exactly you know there's people like to put the lump the playoff performances together like it's one set of factoids or one set of data like Mm -hmm. we you know with three playoff wins in 10 years but in reality each of those games each of those teams were different and there was different circumstances different personnel you can't say like oh yeah we lost to Blake Bortles and then Baker Mayfield it's like no those were different teams in different circumstances Mm -hmm. um you know, I'm not trying to make excuses. It's just, oh yeah, and it's and all of this is to say, I do want the
2: team to be better. These losses are unacceptable. It is time for them to make a real playoff push. Barring significant injury issues this coming season, but uh, but yeah, but there's you know to just say they lost all those games like you said as if they're one thing, one mistake is incorrect.
0: Yeah, you know it's like yeah, three games in ten years. You're, you're going to put a ten years into one set of data points like ten, like you know that's uh, that's like uh, we're always trying to get eight pounds in a five pound bag. It's different than that. You can't put those mm-hmm. eight pounds in that same bag. All right, let's mm-hmm. little post mortem on the season still going on here mm-hmm. at ninety three the fan, 93.7, the so-called fan. The NFL all-rookie team does not include Kenny Pickett, so you know preseason i think steeler nation was putting three or four members of the class on the all rookie team but no picket not you know not the best rookie quarterback looks like uh mr irrelevant yeah, is. he's the best rookie quarterback kenny
2: yes okay I mean, if, if the cowboys hold on to a couple of those interceptions i mean it's i mean and also too if kenny was on that niners team they'd be an overwhelming super bowl favorite uh no pickens not uh mm-hmm. not you know of course he was the 10th wide out taken and oh yeah it was what there was the guy from the jets who was great that wilson it was the two guys from ohio state right weren't oh they? was
0: it olave at Lave, uh, and
2: wilson oh. at, uh so it was there was both Buckeyes, guys oh. and i got no argument with that i mean they ran a the whole offense through both of those i mean can you i mean even when the steelers played the saints that olave guy was the uh was the guy at um, yeah.
0: but yeah all right Tom. Mm-hmm. um okay and continuing the postseason honors at Mark Kabali. Mark Kabali. Mike Tomlin is not among the five finalists for coach of the year. Uh I mean we didn't make the playoffs, so right. you and know, all those guys I, did. I can't I, you know you can't hate that. No, and
2: also, I mean, it's, it's, I know it's a stupid metric, but it is kind of, I mean, it makes sense to me. The coach of the year is the guy that has the biggest turnaround from what the team was the year before. I mean, that's usually, I mean, that's not always that, but it's usually that. So it's probably going to be Peterson or the Giants guy, right? Yeah, it's got to Jack- be
0: Jacksonville, right? Or, or,
2: or New York or the Giants. Yeah. I mean, it's
0: both flamed out in the playoffs.
2: Right. I mean, both had a tough <laughs> playoff, but I mean, but those teams were, I mean, they were there after being terrible, but you, because that's usually who it is, right? It's the guy that has the biggest turnaround.
0: I'm not even, I don't even know the criteria, but you know, there is like, there is kind of an elite class of coach. It's like your Reed, your Belichick, Mm -hmm. your Tomlin, your, you know, McVeigh, Harbaugh, maybe. Right. So it's like to, you're already considered elite if you're one of those five, so to be coach of the year, you kind of got to go above and beyond the expectation? I don't know.
2: Well, that's just, I'm just saying, I think it's usually the guy with the biggest turnaround. That's how it's always, that's how the coach of the year is always, It's, it's a lot of times you'll be like, oh, that guy was coach of the year? Like five years later, you're like, right, because he's unemployed again. Like it,
0: <laughs> um, here's a little fun fact. Let's go mm-hmm. to at Alex Kazora. Alex Kazora. Most one-possession games played from 2007 to 2022. Number one, Steelers, Mm -hmm. 150, followed by Chargers, Bears. Patriots are last with 107. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Pittsburgh has the second-highest win percentage in those games. So... Most games likely to end in a heart attack, but for a good reason. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it. This is one of those things that I'd always
2: f- felt and thought, but it, it was, it was. It's gratifying to see this backed up by statistics. I mean, I just assumed this was the case, but I also assumed like that's got to be. I'm just like every fan for every team feeling that. But I was, <laughs> I was so glad to see that. Hey, this is actually the case. Like,
0: yeah, I would love to. You know, I'm uh, especially I'm on this on on this TikTok. Uh, mm-hmm. hole now where I'm getting and a lot of you. NFL conspiracy. A lot of people on TikTok seem to think the NFL's fixed, and, um, I, you know, I tell you every week the refs keep it within one score of the spread every, every game, but, um, no I guess it's just we're being paranoid we're Steelers fans well
2: I mean that Also, no, I mean it's gonna sound ridiculous but I think it's kind of true just because I've done a little bit of work writing for these people but I mean it's to say it's fixed and the drafts keep it this, that really is to ignore the work that our hard working American handicappers do I mean those people are good at their jobs for a reason well, like yeah. it's you know that that's that's you know it's easy to say it's fixed it's a lot harder to come up with like okay here's what the spread's going to be this week in Kansas City like
0: but yeah so when I see these picks you know like we do the picks every week and mm-hmm. everyone is under 500 you know no one is making money so it's like mm-hmm. yeah it's like who are it's probably computers I can't imagine that there's just a bunch of guys in big Derby hats now going uh you know oh uh, you know this guy's hurt let's move the spread down a point I mean I guess but I don't know but those guys in Derby hats have a long track record of success
2: I mean those dudes are coming up on almost a century now of winning like
0: uh, I mean, they're, the, they're the Mike Tomlins of uh of life I guess all right let's move on because it's con season no. con. There, it is. there it is okay let's get to it because everyone has some ideas on what to do let's see we'll start with some batting practice okay at C adamansky trib chris adamansky Steeler signed former penn state walk-on dan chishima to a futures deal a track star in college he was listed as a wide out but he's uh, mostly just ex- excels on special teams had 27 games of NFL regular season experience. I just included this because he's a Penn Stater and special. You know, if they're bringing guys in just for special teams purposes, I kind of like that. Kind of, you know, could be uh, could be replacing another Penn Stater, Mr. Marcus Allen here.
2: Oh, I hadn't thought of that. I mean, I I just saw, and this is less a conspiracy theory than how humans re- actual act react to things. That didn't this guy work out with Kenny's personal QB coach or something? Oh. And, uh, I thought I would saw that. Which is which again is. Less of a conspiracy theory than like, hey, this guy's good. Why don't you say something to somebody and give him a chance? Like, is this the
0: old Ryan Switzer? You can get Ben's buddy out here, and uh... <laughs> well, also, I assume, I
2: mean, I, look, I mean, a, a future deal is an accomplishment. It means you're a professional. But I've always thought of it. It means like you have a slightly better chance of playing for the Steelers than I do. But like, by not all that much. <laughs> yeah, like,
0: like uh, you know, Al Bundy. I think right? had a I think, futures yeah. deal for a second <laughs> with the Steelers, right? <laughs> Or Mark Wahlberg in Undisputed, <laughs> or what What was that movie?
2: Well, that was a real guy, but it um, but yeah. It, it, well, I mean... It, uh, no, yeah, but you're right. But And that yeah. might even been before, like, the future Steel, as we know it existed. But, um, but yeah, that future steal is... I think it means we, we don't know if much will come
0: from having you, but we're glad to have you around. Like, at... I, I love special team specialists. Bring him mm-hmm. in. Uh, mm-hmm. He's going to push. He's, I, I think he's probably either going to replace or push Marcus Allen. Sure. And we still don't know about Miles um, Boykin, right? Is he under contract? Or right.
2: He- I mean, it's. It, yeah, I mean, he was getting some real snaps on, on offense there, too. So it's And that also could be a guy that, you know, if I'm a team looking at, like, hey, the Steelers have him as a six-wide receiver and we could need a four or five, I, they, somebody might pay more money for him then, too. So you definitely want to keep that pipeline going. I, uh, Excuse let's,
0: me. let's, uh, let's, you know, let's more Penn Staters. Although I don't want to lose Marcus Allen because of the, the dancing. So I hope that, <laughs> I hope Danny here, I don't know, Danny doesn't look like a dancer. Just, that might be me showing my bias. Okay. Uh, more con moves. At, Pgh Steelers now. Steelers now. The Steelers have signed outside linebacker Quincy Rocher, their sixth-round pick from 2021. The goat is back. uh this is like the fourth or fifth guy that we've brought back around, and will they stick? I mean, hey, at least this guy, as Tomlin likes to say, has a uh, in in stadium resume. Absolutely. It, it, it,
2: I think as somebody they showed him getting a fumble. I think I saw a video. Someone tweeted that, but it's uh yeah. I mean, it's it's Quincy Rocher, which is uh, another way to say two's our. Skipper, I think. Yeah, uh, exactly right. At, it's the uh,
0: the two's our skipper of 2021.
2: Well, <laughs> uh, we we still need. I mean, yes, that outside line. You know, there to find you got you got to find depth there. And boy, I would love to get depth there without having to use one of those early picks,
0: first three picks. Out, mm-hmm. Yeah, for or a guy. spend
2: money for a big dude. I mean, just to have you know, you obviously don't want another Melvin Ingram. At, uh, but yeah, that's you do have to find outside linebacker depth. And this this seems as good a move as
0: I need to do. Try that. Uh, one more way to address it. Let's Mm -hmm. go to... At Blitzburg, Blitzburg, it feels like the fan base is split on signing, Steeler signing Tremaine Ed, Edmonds in free agency. You know, up until the up until Buffalo <laughs> lost, everyone was like, Edmonds brother's back. We're going to, you know, mm-hmm. we found the solution at inside linebacker. And then as soon as that Bills game. Right. <laughs> and, and, and look, I didn't watch any of the
2: game, but I saw a little bit of the highlights. And it did seem to be the consensus among other folks is, folks is that the Bengals trucked this guy. Like, I mean, they went at him. They, he did not play the game that you would expect from someone that uh, uh, of you know the money he's going to command it um, yeah I, I I think everyone was a lot higher on him than this but then again the only thing I, I thought of after that and this is not to compare the player or anything like that I thought about Rod Woodson's last game as a Steeler when he got up in the snow in New England and Terry Glenn ran past him for how many touchdowns or something like that and then he went on to a fine career as a, a safety for the Ravens and the Niners and the Raiders and um, not that we're Comparing Jermaine Edwards, uh, Rod Woodson. <laughs> uh,
0: but, no, I, of course we're we're comparing you know Witherspoon with Rod, yeah. Woodson. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, James Pierre. But um, but yeah, I mean it's the I I, I it, it just. I mean, I don't know. This is It's a new day, and it's new things, but I, I'm still—I'm not—maybe I, I, it's my natural conservatism as a Steelers fan, but I don't know. Going in there and signing the most expensive guy
0: at a position in free agency, that still feels a little rich for my blood. You know, we did—okay, so Miles Jack, before him it was Sh- Joey Showbert, right? Right. Before him there was Bostick. It's just, you know, bringing these guys in— Um, But each of those guys was like, not the bargain bin necessarily, but not the top shelf.
2: Not, you know, uh, uh, day one, uh, uh, wait outside to buy it kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Um, All right. And I promised we weren't going to talk drafts until February. (laughs) Just a couple things. At mike would Up Sports 1, Mike McCastro. It's been 10 years since the Steelers drafted an offensive lineman in the first two rounds. 10. That needs to change. I'd be livid if I was Kenny Pickett. Uh, we, You know, 10 years without a first two-round draft. Well, we just played the the Steelers' offensive line from 2016. You weren't replacing any of those five. No, and moreover,
2: that, that shows exactly why they didn't, because two of those guys were undrafted free agents, correct? Villanueva
0: and Ramon Foster. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. you know why why aren't we drafting people in the first round? because we've been trying to develop sixth and seventh round guys. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been uh, well, up until last season, you know, we get well, hey, if we got a fourth round starting left tackle and Dan Moore Jr., that sounds like a bigger success than getting a guy in the first round. And and James Daniels is a second round pick, he's just someone else's that we happen to pay for. So the yeah, the pedigree's there. Okay, guess what? We might not draft. Hey, the way that the defense is. Looking, I don't know if we're drafting uh, necessarily th- that first 17 no- with an O lineman overall. I don't
2: know. No, I mean, it's, 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 it, they're very much in a position of wanting to get the best player available. And whether that's a, a tackle or a guard or a cornerback or a defensive lineman or some kind of super linebacker, so you're not, you know, selling one of the bridges for Tremaine Edmonds. Yes.
0: <laughs> or uh, everyone wants Addison, the wide receiver no. now. So we've got just all young receivers. Okay. <laughs> I, pr- and I swore no, I, I, you know, I swore but no. But that's not, that. hey, that's just, we're just talking.
2: This isn't just talking. Draft, and so. this
0: is just talking to at mm-hmm. BT Steel Curtain, BTSC Steelers, mm-hmm. mock draft. Mel Kuyper has the Steelers going cornerback in round one, Joey Porter Jr., mm-hmm. Uh, great if it happens, great. But like I like we said last season, we looked at th- over three hundred mock drafts, and nobody in January uh, had it. So mm-hmm. uh, even though it's Mel Kiper and it's saying Joey Porter, you're saying all the right things to get us to click it, mm-hmm. but how Fe- we'll st- don't even want to start in February. I really want I to start-,
2: start after free agency, Yeah, after that first week of free agency, because that, that changed a lot of things. I mean, it didn't change so many things. They, they signed Mitch, and then they drafted Kenny,
0: but it did change some things down the line. All right, uh, maybe maybe February we'll get into mocks. I don't. Hey, know. Hey, you don't have to rush it on my account. I'm fine no. with holding out with you. I just want to be definitive Correct. about being anti-mock. Yes. I just want to. I don't. You know. I don't want to be people like. Well, you didn't even. You can say that, but you didn't even judge the mocks in January. I just. You know. So maybe I well, will did s- judge the mocks in January.
2: You deemed <laughs> them to be mocks in January, so you
0: didn't look at them. All right. Coming up in the second half, the only Matt Canada defender on Twitter. plus uh we've got some alumni news we've got some uh maybe a kenny pickett controversy i don't know Uh so that's coming up in the second half we'll be right back 18 plus all right welcome back uh you know few Steeler fans on social media have the guts to go out there and announce that they are a pro Matt Canada fan uh so that's why when uh when this guy put it out there uh that he is happy that the Steelers kept Matt Canada I had to get him on the show joining me now from yinzercrazy.com Andre Curtis welcome to what Jin's talking about
4: hey thanks Kyle thanks so much for having me on the show um in the podcast so yeah I uh I'm a Matt Canada defender I'll say it I'll say it loud and clear so everybody can hear um but yeah, I'm, I'm going to start with I don't think Matt Canada is the best offensive coordinator in the league, rather, <laughs> he's probably near the bottom of the league and um, but my whole point of my article that I wrote was that it's not his fault that the Steelers offensive production has been so poor. So um, you're more of a you're
0: you're you're more and I kind of fall on this uh, sometimes, especially this season. You're more of a it's the performance of the players that really, uh, you know, the execution of the players more than, say, the coaches that determine win or loss.
4: Yes. And um, and well, I think it's the coaches that I think Tomlin always prepares his team uh, perfectly, basically. I mean, we couldn't we couldn't have a winning season this year with a rookie quarterback if Mike Tomlin wasn't one of the best coaches in the history of football. Um, But Steelers fans have a sort of tendency to be, to be spoiled. And, and, um, and why wouldn't we be, we haven't had a losing season since 2003. I was six years old in two thousand three, so I don't even remember. Well. <laughs> I don't even remember uh, ever having a losing losing season in my relative life. <laughs> and th- and that's got to affect
0: you know as your your generation. That's got to affect the your attitude toward today. Like I can see why people might be down on the team currently because they didn't live through. You know, I lived through the 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 eighties uh, teams where we didn't make the playoffs every year. You know.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I have I have not seen that. I mean we've been making the playoffs in the past years. We haven't won a playoff game, but uh, in what now six years, but uh, I think it's coming soon. And I think Matt Canada, if he, he, I don't think he even needs to be one of the best offensive coordinators in the league. I think he, if the giants, for example, this season were, uh, were the 15th uh, best offense in points per game and they won a playoff game, got to the next round. Of course they got destroyed by the Eagles, but you know, that, I was expecting them to play a little bit better there. So I think the, um, and I'm I'm a person who thinks defenses can still win championships. I know that's a uh, sort of a hot take in this day and age. (laughs) But uh, yeah, but uh, like, for example, on that, the Bengals went three for 14 on third downs in uh, last year's Super Bowl versus the Rams. And I thought that was probably the difference in the game. I mean, Aaron Donald took over that game. And I think TJ Watt can, provide some of that for the Steelers. I think it could definitely do that, whether well, it's in a playoff game, whether it's in a Super Bowl.
0: True. Uh I agree. What uh what was the moment – was there a moment when you became full on Matt Canada defender? You know, that you 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 put this article out now at the end of the season. Have, have you been like this throughout the season? Did it evolve, you know, you know, yeah, during the winning yeah, it streak?
4: Evolved. Good question. Yeah. It was uh I was not a Matt Canada uh defender at the beginning of the season i mean when we when the steelers were two and five i was calling for his head too i was like everybody else and um and then i think it sort of started to turn right after the bye week because right after the bye week i mean i think the steelers finished seven and two in the uh the final nine games of the season won the last four games of the season won five of the last six um and i got some stats to back it up too of how good we were after the bye week from week 10 to week 18 pickett only had one interception he was sacked 18 times from week uh weeks 1 to 11 only sacked 9 times from weeks 12 to 18 um and the offense had over 320 yards of total offense from week 10 on a game so um progress and i, I think yeah that's progress and i think i i and i hope that that can carry on to the the beginning of ne- the beginning of next season um but like just just like i was just saying um Major adjustments were were definitely made during the uh, the week off, and I think, obviously, Matt Canada deserves credit for that. Mike Tomlin deserves credit for that. Pat Meyer, who I like to call Pat Meyermuth, <laughs> he deserves credit for that. <laughs> um, so. Plus, you know, uh, I, I just love
0: you know the you know a lot of the Steelers' way is you know don't give up on someone. We stick through them. You know, I think a Chris Boswell had an off season. We stick by him. Go, we can yeah. go all the way back to Rocky Blyer. You know, having to come back from war in the in the team sticks bys him. So you know, why is Matt Canada any different than you know anyone else? And like, you know yeah. b- besides Chase Claypool, I can't think of a, of a Steeler or coach that the team just kind of cut the cut the leash and give up on.
4: Exactly. And, um, and I mean, think about what the Browns did for all those years. they I mean, I, I just pulled up a tab. They had uh, to name their offensive coordinators. They had Brian DeBull in 2009, 2010, Brad Childress in 2012, North Turner, 2013, Kyle Shanahan, 2014, uh, John DeFilippo in 2015, Todd Haley in 2018, Todd Munkin in 2019, like, that's not a, that's not what a winning organization does. They don't just fire their offensive coordinator after two seasons. And I mean, and a big part of my article as well was that big Ben was horrible last year. I mean, I love big Ben. He's my favorite quarterback of all time, but he was like a, he was like a grandfather sitting out on his porch in a rocking chair, just like throwing (laughs) a quick slant as quick as he could or something. Um, And we still made the playoffs. So, Tomlin, uh, deserves credit for that. Matt Canada deserves credit for that. Um, and then now this year, Kenny's a rookie quarterback and we had a winning record. We barely missed out on the playoffs because of like the most retirement performance I've ever seen from Joe Flacco. (laughs) So, (laughs) So, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's, uh, I think Steelers fans tend to get a little bit too spoiled and, and, uh, it makes sense that we do, but we if we want, if we want to get back to, you know, the standard is the standard and making the playoffs and, and winning in the playoffs, we got to uh, stop letting go and firing our offensive coordinators.
0: Yeah. It's not easy. You know, look at Brady and the bucks. It's not, you know, you could have the greatest of all time. It's not easy. Um, no. and, and and they, and then they fired uh, their coordinators down there. So, yep. you know, uh, give credit to yeah. Where credit is due. There is credit due there well we're going to start a movement and now that you know we're we're putting it out there in you know on the airwaves for the public that it's okay to like Matt Canada it's okay to root for Matt Canada
4: yeah exactly i mean i feel i feel like it was only me and and maybe matt canada's wife that were rooting for him <laughs> but uh <laughs> But uh, but I hope that some people can can catch on my wavelength here.
0: We need a and, we need a hashtag or something, you know, like you know the Canada crowd or something. Uh, you yeah, know, hashtag, some, something. yeah,
4: hashtag yeah <laughs> hashtag Canada defender. Okay, join, all right. Join the club. I will I will lead them all. I will lead them all. So I ain't afraid.
0: All right, Andre. <laughs> uh, we thank thanks for coming by. Uh, we uh, where can we find you on uh, social media?
4: Yeah. So uh, please follow me on Twitter. It's at King and uh Yazdgerdi spelled Y-A-Z-D-G-E-R-D-I. Is that a family uh, name? Yeah, that's my that's my middle name. It oh, my, uh,
0: okay. All right.
4: And it was my mom's surname, and my cousins have it as their last name. So uh, I wanted to sort of – it actually means king, so I wanted sort of king, king. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, I know it's a little hard to spell. But, yeah, King Yazdegerdi. Please follow me on Twitter. I'm trying to get my followers up. And – um and, yeah, thanks so much for having me on, Kyle. This was really fun.
0: All right. That was the uh, only Matt Canada defender oh, wow. on social media. I don't know if I'm down with the hashtag Canada defender. I was hoping maybe, you know, hashtag Canada, Canada crew or Canada click. Or... I mean,
2: I know it's it's it, it, it's been a nickname for Sidney Crosby, but we also would have accepted Captain Canada.
0: Captain mm-hmm. Canada. I think I love it. Let's get the poster mm-hmm. with Sid and Matt <laughs> together. <laughs>
2: Uh, and like a giant shield with a leaf on it like
0: <laughs> the, the uh all right let's move on we've got some uh Steelers history to get to let's start with at Steelers history because Steelers, you know whenever we're out of the playoffs all we can do is look back at the yes. other
2: playoffs and um, at
0: Steelers history Steelers history 31 years ago this week we hired Bill Cower and then the caption that behind the steel curtain put was one of the most underrated coaches in NFL history and I'm thinking (laughs) this guy went to the hall of fame how underrated is that
2: well I mean yes and no like I I I sort of see where they're coming from with that I mean I know he went to the hall of fame and generate and he should but I I do remember being a little surprised that he got in but I'm very very glad he did and I think it's deserving and I I just think it's um yeah I mean I'm not certain that for a generation when they thought of the great coaches of the era they Thought of Cower, and they should have.
0: You know, I think that Cower. I mean, I've said this before. You know, mm. it's Cower ingratiated himself by being he stayed with the league and broadcasting, beloved by mm-hmm. people in New York, the front office. I think that you know those contributions in the booth um, certainly endeared him to the voting academy well the way
2: bouchette put it a long time ago and i think he was and he talked about he would stand up for cower and his uh, uh and his rationale was and he said if you look at the numbers cower and madden have almost the exact same statistics oh. and it's really close so if you have john madden and you kind of need to put in bill cower yeah and that made a lot and once i saw that i was like oh yeah no that makes a lot of sense
0: so you know that tells me that uh, Mike Tallman is a shoe in at this. point. Yeah, I, I think that that's sort of yeah. That's the other <laughs> part of that too. Mm-hmm. Um, some more history at Kev G one six three Kevin Gallagher. Hey kid, catch! Though not its official premiere this week, the award-winning Coca-Cola commercial featuring Steelers legend Mean Joe Green aired multiple times during Super Bowl fourteen on this date in 1980 one of the most recognizable spots in the history of advertising um i always think of the apple Uh, that's also a Bowl ad, the Apple ad, but is this the most famous commercial in advertising?
2: I mean, it's, it's one of the few commercials I've never actually seen that I've heard of. Like there's, you know, that Apple one only aired a couple times, the big brother thing. And, and, you know, everyone has a working definition of football. I'm not sure everyone has a working definition of Orson. Well, of 1984, (laughs) 1984. like it's, I've read 1984 and it took me a second to put it together because if you remember, they didn't watch the two minutes hate in a giant theater. It was what happened inside (laughs) their screen. Anyway, but where I'm going with this is not to berate those of you with uh, classic literature. But yeah, I think it's one of the most famous spots because again, it's one of the few that you keep hearing about. You've never like,
0: seen it? I, hear, I, got... I mean, I don't watch it the whole way through. I mean, okay. I, well, I know the plot. Let's, it, well, uh, here, let's read. For those, okay. those are too young to remember. Here's the uh, Mean Joe commercial from Super Bowl 14.
1: Mr. Green? Yeah? You, you need any help? Mm-hmm. I, I just want you to know, I think, I think you're the best
2: ever
3: yeah sure
2: want my coke it's okay you can have it no no really you can have it
3: okay
0: and then you know and then then mean joe throws his jersey and gives it to the kid and uh Mm -hmm. Fun fact: I w- w- was rewatching it this week, and mm. Mean Joe is wearing an away jersey. So this was at an, an away game. Oh, wow. So somehow the kid sneaks into the locker room tunnel uh, in an away game. Well, so. it might even
2: be a Super Bowl, right? I mean, didn't they wear the road jerseys or a few of those? Oh, at, okay. Uh,
0: so maybe it was a so maybe that's why. So this kid, first of all, this kid got a Super Bowl ticket in mm-hmm. 1980. All right, rich parents. Now I'm like, <laughs> no wonder you give away your Coke. Um, <laughs> did you hear that they're remaking it the, that commercial for this year? featuring uh coach Tomlin. Uh, I did not. Here, check out that. Coach Tomlin. Let's go for the win, man. man. I'm Oh, so that's, uh, that's a modern remake. <laughs> Which is
2: absolutely – thank you for doing that, and it's so what that guy deserved. I said it then, and I say it today. Uh, that just...
0: He hasn't had to – He Coach Tomlin hasn't been had to answer for that
2: yet. he's going to hold no, him accountable? Again,
0: that guy – I don't think that guy was
2: where he was supposed to be. That's where I've always been on that. Like, it's – it's you know, I know we're, we're building the stadiums now, and you as the fan can take the picture when the guys walk by and all this. You see this at the Penguin Games. You really see it where the Cowboys play. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't think that – because, remember, that guy was alone. And if you're alone somewhere near the athletes or the coaches, you're not in the right
0: place. Well, that kid wasn't in the
2: right place either. He got a Mean Joe jersey.
4: Send that kid's parents to jail.
0: Uh, one more piece of history from the opposing mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. At Tom Brady Daily. Mm-hmm. Random Tom Brady highlights. <laughs> On this date, 18 years ago, Brady's most satisfying non-Super Bowl win, the flu game against the Steelers, uh, 2004 uh, AFC Championship, Mm -hmm. which I guess is Tom Brady's flu game. I remember it as the Spygate game.
2: Well, I mean, it was one of the Spygate games. I mean, the other AFC Championship game home was this is the one Ben's rookie year, right? And it's technically. Yeah. So it's technically 2005 January, if I remember correctly. Okay, Right. I mean, if we're talking, this is if we're talking that game, this is the one. Yeah. I mean, Ben's rookie year I mean it's it's you know I, I wasn't feeling so great going into that game just after the way they escaped the Jets after they'd been a pretty heavy favorite but um but yeah that was uh that was a tough one they were down in it and it looked like they were I think I think I want to say Vinatieri makes like a field goal like the longest field goal in Heinz Field history like on the first drive and that's where I'm thinking oh geez it um you know the Steelers go down early and then they finally get a drive going and then I think Ben throws that long uh uh interception. Reception return for a touchdown and that's kind of it they crawl back in a little bit into the third but they're never really close um and they lose but uh but yeah that was, that was only a few months after beating brady and the uh, uh patriots on uh halloween which is why this person uh says it's one of the uh, most um satisfying wins but uh but yeah but it's what i i uh, think i remember think about many years later is that i don't think they win super bowl 40 if they don't win that game the prior week against the jets oh and um i've i've very strongly believe that so So, uh, you know, this really is one of those things that counts as a genuine growing pain.
0: Okay, all right. You know, I, you're not sour still about the Spygate because it wasn't Heinz Ward going. They're calling our plays out from the well, huddle that, or in something. In
2: 2001, if you remember, Tuncheel actually says that on the broadcast or something. Like it's like the Patriots know the plays that are coming. Uh the thing is, this game was so that the Patriots were the better team. I mean, I was there; it, that I remember very clearly. I'm sure they're calling the plays. I'm sure they had some kind of unfair advantage. They were also the better team. I mean, and, and Ben, you know, was I mean, I'm sure he had ice in his veins, but it it he wasn't great in that game he wasn't great against the jets he really was a, a rookie at uh playing a, a, a better better coach team it's um this isn't you know it's it's that was the Pats were a better team in that game
0: all right the better team wins okay let's uh let's move on to some alumni news alumni when, when there's nothing else to talk about <laughs> <laughs> alumni's making new at blitzberg blitzberg mm-hmm. Juju Smith-Schuster, Mike Hilton, Javon Hargrave, and Ray, May, Ray Ray McLeod will play in conference titles this game. It's guaranteed that a former Steeler will get a Super Bowl <gasps> ring this year. Me. Who? Which? Which Steeler are we rooting for to get the ring?
2: Well, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I, I hope that it's Juju's team that did it, that wins it. I mean, uh, uh you know, of the Steeler, I like the most. I mean, it's hard to beat, you know, the the come from nowhere stories of the other three guys. I mean, undrafted free agent, uh, two undrafted free. I, I don't know. Or was it really a late round pick of the Panthers. I don't even remember. And Hargrave, who of course was a third round pick, but also from like some very small school at um. But, yeah, but like I said, due to teams, I have to hope
0: the Choo Choo pulls this out. Yeah, right. Not that Choo a bad guy. That's not what no, I'm saying no, at all. No, no. he just wants it. to talk trash on our offense all of a sudden. Um, my, you know, I, I I root for Mike Hilton, but I don't want to root for the Bengals because— right. just You know why? Because I'm sick of these Tomlin and Steeler haters that are like, you know, oh, no wins. And so I don't want the Bengals—I don't want any more ammunition for those people. I don't want the Bengals right? to win a title and then be like, oh, the Steelers are worse than the Bengals. I don't mm-hmm. want— so. For that reason, I'm not rooting for the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray, I'd like to root for Ray Ray. He almost fumbled away that game I know. last week. It, uh... So but I think so. I think it's got to be Juju. I think I want Juju to, to, to get the sticky Lombardi. Mm-hmm. Um, another <whistles> alumni news at PGH Steelers now. Pittsburgh now. Or Steelers now. Former Steelers offensive lineman Alejandro Villanueva joins the Fox Deportes broadcast team. I didn't, you know... In, Until we went back and listened to them announce their names earlier, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize, you know, it's stupid to not think of it, but I didn't realize how bilingual that he was. Oh, I mean, you want to talk about something that gives instant credibility to your broadcast team,
2: bringing in Villanueva. What an incredibly intelligent decision that uh, that is good for them. That's a smart hire all around.
0: I I wonder is that I don't know if the the Fox Deportes teams are out here in L A, but someone spotted him at the Santa Monica Pier this week. Oh, so I don't know if he's. I imagine he
2: still stands
0: out. It's easy to spot even without all the muscle of uh, being
2: uh, a. you know, offensive linemen. Yeah, now you're like, who's that skinny beach bum? Oh, right. that's who's still yeah.
0: enormously tall? Yeah, yes. so it's a, it's former special forces, uh, <laughs> right? Pro Bowl lineman. Uh, speaking of Ben's buddies, mm-hmm. let's go back to at Pgh Steelers Now. Steelers Now. Former Steelers wideout Ryan Switzer joins the Tulsa coaching staff. Is, can, can this be considered part of Tomlin's coaching tree if a former player becomes a coach? A hundred
2: percent. I wouldn't see why it wouldn't. But, right. I mean, but also, I, I Switzer was a guy that maybe didn't have the most talent, but was a really good guy. And it's good to see him literally land on his feet and end up in a good situation here. I hope it works out. And
0: Tulsa's no, you know, it's right. not.
2: You're That's not, not some community college. Yeah. That's not some tiny school that nobody cares about. That's
0: not the case. Good point. Good point at JH Harrison 92 james harrison just call me perp i'm out here training dragons now and storm don't want to listen to nothing i say he pictured uh debo got a new pet bearded dragon although it's a small one he's got this pit bull which is huge and then this little, little dragon i don't know with uh i don't know how to judge that is it is it is it like
2: like a real dragon? Like what? You, is this like CGI? Like no what no are no! T-
0: like a bearded dragon? It's a lizard. It's a oh, um, oh. It's a it's a real animal. Oh,
2: I thought this was like he was in some new movie, like another one of those How to Train Your Dragon <laughs> things. I no, really, that's what I thought. Oh, okay, so we got a lizard that. All right, I mean, I, 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 thought they were gonna have, like he's gonna play the mentor to the dragon in the kids' cartoon. I thought that would have been a smart idea.
0: Oh yeah, if you're gonna uh, if you're gonna uh, cast the voice of a of a dragon, I guess you know James Harrison could be worse. Is that show he's on still on? I, I was even... gonna ask you the one where he played the, the the heel in the the backyard
2: wrestling league, which seems like again perfect casting for a man who was answered to Debo
0: for the better part of a decade. <laughs> I I haven't been I've been watching everything but I haven't seen anything about heels so mm. I don't know. Um well, I don't even want to get to this one I know. One. It's just last one eh, at R Mendenhall Richard Mendenhall he's going off on Big Ben again. Um I want you know I'm not even going to get to the tweet but it just shows how right. Just want you know, and it's weird because earlier in the week it seemed like he was posting photos. I think he was at either Canton or in Pittsburgh and he was posting photos in front of Lombardi's. And he was, mm-hmm. you know, he seemed like it was a proud moment. And then he came out and was like, Big Ben's not a leader. And uh, you know, I, m- I remember a couple of years ago he called him racist and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, man, that moment, it's just you know, a, a moment in time, and we kind of take for granted how. One moment in time can can just cast a shadow on the rest of our life. You know, we think of that yes. fumble in the Super Bowl, and how it he can't. That's a hang-up for him. He can't get past that moment. And,
2: oh, I, I wouldn't be able to either if I was him. I'm you know, not, and it makes I'm me not, think yeah. if
0: Ben didn't connect to. Santonio Antonio yes. Holmes in that moment, you know, it might be Ben the loser, maybe, or right. it might be, you know, Steelers the losers, right. or, you know? Exactly.
2: That's that's that. It's almost like it, it's, it can go either way in a game with a sport, you know, oddly shaped ball. It really does. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, but
2: really, I mean, I, 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 you know, this stuff makes me sad with Hall. I mean, it's, you know, wasn't he a TV writer for a minute? He was writing on LeBron's show. He was writing on something else. Ballers?
0: I mean, Is that what it
2: was? Uh, uh, Survivor's Remorse, I believe oh, it was called. Oh. But maybe he was on Ballers, too. I think, in fact, I think he was. I I think he was writing on ball. I think it was on both of those shows. Okay, so here's, you know, a, a, and all stereotypes aside, you can't be a dumb guy and be a TV writer. So you know what I mean? <laughs> so you're kind of a smart, even with his experience, it's just, oh, man, this this, this whole story just makes me sad. I yeah, mean, he it,
0: was a, you know, he was um, he was certainly educated. Uh, he was articulate. He's no Baron Batch or something, you know, no, right? No, poetry, right, not but, exactly but, like, a, yeah. like an
2: intellectual, like Baron <laughs> is. Yeah, uh, mm mm-hmm.
0: Uh, All right. Well, I think the band is trying to get on the field. No, where's the band? The band? eh. Hey, can someone get the band on the field, please? Anyone? (laughs) Ah. Finally found me. (laughs) 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 Okay. A little odds and ends here. Let's go to at Blitzburg is back again. Blitzburg. Mm Mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett attended his first Penguins game on Friday night. He'll be back at the Pete for Pitt basketball on Wednesday last night. Cool. First Penguin, he's been in the city now for five years. First Penguin game?
2: I don't know. Maybe he was a Flyers or Devils fan and he realized, I mean, it, it, maybe he realized he has to have responsibilities here. That is odd. I mean, it's, it's. I mean, I'd I, like, like, like the rest of us. I and mean, when you just mentioned Villanueva, I would feel better this offseason if we saw Kenny, you know, crush a beer against his forehead or something. That might, I feel, you know, again, early in the offseason.
0: Yeah, uh, not yeah, late. But it, exactly. But it, or like, yeah, or Mitch. Mitch is a good chugger. If he wants mm-hmm. to, you know, make a farewell gesture, he can. <laughs> <laughs> Head up there and chug his beer. I didn't see oh. where he sat. I'm guessing he sat in the boxes. I think not- he was. I think I saw the picture. It was very. It was not like
2: you know, with Heinz with Ward like three rows back in a Crosby jersey. It wasn't like those glory. Or days, Coach but- Tomlin
0: double fisted right. Uh, beast lights coming down to in the front of me when we yeah. were the second row at one time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, how about at USFL Maulers. Pittsburgh Maulers, get ready to hammer the competition from an all-new location. We're setting up shop in a new host city, Canton, Ohio. (laughs) The Pittsburgh Maulers <laughs> of Canton, Ohio.
2: I mean, I, I would have some suggestions for an all new location that might include Pittsburgh. I mean, it, I, I, you know, if, if you're going to do this, and you certainly don't have to, I mean, I don't know the logistics of a bunch of things, but man, the Riverhounds have that nice little stadium over there. You know, like, it, it, it the, I mean, I, I, I didn't they used to be all kinds of indoor things at the Civic Arena back in the day? <laughs> I'm sure the, the PPG Paints charges you extra, but I I mean, but there's also, like, I, I, I don't get any of this. I'm assuming they're playing at the Hall of Fame stadium, right? Yeah. yeah. The, okay, and that is and that is the world's biggest high school football stadium. I remember waiting in the men's room there during that Steelers-Vikings game and it being the worst men's room experience <laughs> of any sporting event I've ever been to. But um, But, yeah, so, I mean, is Canton, Ohio closer to Pittsburgh than Alabama? Yes, <laughs> but that's still a small step, I think.
0: I you know, I mean what, Upper St. Clair? Uh, are they booked for <laughs> right, the, North
2: Allegheny. We still had the same field as uh, uh Three Rivers. We are NA like Ringold. I mean some of these high schools have better
0: programs than <laughs> right. uh probably uh, the, the USFL. The Wolverina where the Woodland Hills place, yes. Uh, uh, Pittsburgh uh, Maulers. <laughs> I and I, they changed the colors, right? It's oh, so now black, they're black and, and like, gold, yeah, yeah. so i got to throw away my jersey, I guess. <laughs> that I, what a, I don't know. I tried to watch last season. It was unwatchable. Yes, it I, was. Is this season going to be any—I'm I'm waiting for the XFL. Bring on the XFL. <laughs> Rod Woodson in uh, Vegas, right? And Hines in San Antonio, right? Isn't
2: okay. that it, well,
0: mm-hmm. Please bring it on. Okay. Um, <laughs> and just how delusional is Steeler Nation? How about at Mike Up Sports 1, Mike Nicastro. Could you make a 25 yard field goal? Question mark. Yes, 49.6% yes, no, 50.4%. <laughs> so 50% of Steeler Nation think cuz cuz the the Cowboys kicker kept missing extra right. points. And mm-hmm. so this poll, so 50% of people think they can kick a 25 yard field goal i guarantee the reality is probably about like two and a half percent i i
2: i, I, w- I want to second that just uh and again showing my age here but back in the day if you remember at halftime at three river stadium it used to be they'd have three people that won a raffle come out and kick a 5 10 and 15 yard field goal whoever got the most points from that was able to kick from 25 yards and if they made it everyone in the stadium with their ticket stub got a free movie rental at giant eagle that week wow and i can tell you in all those games i think i got like three movie rentals like yeah. In like the '90s of like the Cower era. Oh, the whole decade, not yeah, just one I'm, season. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, I don't think we made it to double digits or even the second hand. We did not get one for the thumb on movie rentals in uh, that time. And again, sure, you're like, oh, it's Pittsburgh and Three Rivers Stadium,
0: the elements, okay. Well, that's better than Hines and Acrosure. Yeah, you know. Uh, uh, <laughs> I bet. I bet fifty percent couldn't even kick. a a ball to the field goal not even up you know it's hard 10 yards for the end yeah yeah I -hmm. because when uh when punt pass and kick is that a thing they came to Penn State when I was up there Mm -hmm. and it was just it was it was just on the goal line so that is a what that's just a 10 10 yards Mm -hmm. and yeah just to kick the ball in the air 10 feet in the air 10 (laughs) yards is not an easy task and again
2: no one's rushing you there's not 11 guys on the other side
0: jumping trying to block it with okay. a with a heavy pig skin this isn't a nerf ball <laughs> right. i'll let you i'll try try to kick a nerf ball 25 yards <laughs> yeah. so delusional that's why they're like eh, no no playoff wins in 6 years yeah but wait, but i can kick a field goal so just delusional mm, I delusional throw it over that mountain yeah all right last one i'll give the final word to <laughs> at Steelers news now Steelers fans Steelers odds to win Super Bowl 58 are sixty to one per Westgate's Superbook. Ah, uh, that sounds
2: like a deal. Uh-huh. I was going to say, t- I, I, I I don't, I don't, what, I don't do any betting, but if I did, I'm not sure I'd trust Westgate Superbook, which definitely <laughs> sounds like it was created by an AI
0: system. But uh, sure, I went back and looked when Mitch was signed last. The, the odds for Pittsburgh to win at that point were 70 to 1. Okay. So we're already at a better position than last year, according to the odds makers.
2: Right. I, I'll look after free agency after the draft and after, you know. <laughs> People start getting hurt. Excuse me.
0: Yeah, wait till Unleash Hell season before you. Uh... <laughs> I would place a bet on to win the AFC. North. Win a Super Bowl was a tough bet, sixty-one. Yes. But say it was uh, to win the AFC North. I'd put, especially
2: put my on that. you want to that would and get it at a time when it's low. Like it's you know maybe like say maybe the Bengals do do something in this postseason. That's when you bet on the Steelers to win the AFC North next year when the Bengals look like uh, uh, invincible.
0: Yeah. All right. Well. I'll put my money down now, but not on to win the Super Bowl. That just seems... Uh, that's a lot. That's hard, because it's a zero-sum league, mm-hmm. one out of 32 teams. Mm-hmm. So it's even harder now than in the dynasty years, when there yes. were 28 teams, just mathematically. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, zero, two championships in 42 years. Just what ridiculousness. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is there is, is there anything else to talk about? I don't even... Uh,
3: you're exactly right oh sorry that's not what <laughs> that's what we've been talking about thank
0: you coach that's what we've been talking about all right um let's if you i, I mean if you want to keep the conversation going uh i guess i'll still be here on social media <laughs> you can follow me uh at kyle Kreis. Uh, greg where where are you on at social greg media greg
2: benevent uh, uh b as in boy e and e v as in victor e and T.
0: And don't forget to uh, go back and follow Austin, too, who, who are our Canada defender, who's uh, who we're going to find a better hashtag than <laughs> Canada click. That's what I like. <laughs> All right. Until next week uh, and, and when, when the slumber season continues, hmm. go out into the week with these coat with these words from coach on your mind. Be their best selves. That's going to be required. Stay
1: in school.
2: 18 plus.